What have you got for me? Don't give up your day job. The paper's gonna have to get along without me. So are you. That didn't work out, Walter. Well, it would have worked out if you'd been satisfied with just being editor and reporter. But not you. You had to marry me, spoil everything. I would never want to belong to any club that would have someone like me for a member. That's the key joke of my adult life in terms of my relationships with women. Is there anything you don't know? <laughs> I know nothing, Oliver. He called you a cowboy. What did he mean? What are you? Just a humble bounty hunter, ma'am. All right. Hello. Thank you all for tuning in to the Hurtastic Podcast. Uh, we've been uh, MIA for a little bit, but honestly, it was because there are bigger things in the world going on right now than talking about movies for the uh, for about 30 to 45 minutes, hopefully, if we can cut it under. <laughs> but uh, no, to the, to the people who are wondering, yeah, I just was not feeling like putting out content just because of the atrocity that's been happening um, across the country. Um, we, we here at the Hurtastic Podcast, we definitely support um, the Black Lives Matter movement and George Floyd. Uh, but it's time to talk about some happy things because it's the summer. Now, I'm not saying forget about all those other things we just mentioned because those are important. But if you need some sort of escapism, uh, hopefully this is the episode for you because uh, today I have a very special guest. And he we came up with a – well, he did – uh, and I thought it was great. It's uh, since it's June already, we're going to talk about our summer blockbuster films. Um, I'm really excited about that. And our first time guest, a good friend of mine, his name's Tori. Tori, why don't you say hi? Hello, everyone. So Tori, he's a, he's a big movie guy. He's he. Uh, I, I don't know. Were you stalking me? I don't know what it was. <laughs> no, I was not but, stalking you. <laughs> but it, we, we, he's also part of the Alamo Film Club, <laughs> and uh, he. He, him and I just kind of clicked. It was over a Love, Simon post. Yes. Um, I mean, that movie's amazing. If you haven't seen it, I totally recommend it. Um, and then from there, we just started talking about movies, and I started to notice that we had very similar tastes, and that's kind of how it went, I think, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, anyone that loves Love, Simon is a friend of mine. Yeah, there you go. So if you <laughs> love that movie, um, Tori's the guy to talk to about that. Uh, but no, we're here to talk about our top five summer blockbuster films. Um We'll get to that in a little bit, so I know that you're all anxious to hear about it, or whoever's listening. I'm sure you, one or two people, are very excited to listen to it. Uh, but so before we get started with the show, usually you know how it is. We basically talk about what's new in the news uh, for movies. Honestly, nothing at all. Um, the only big thing I think of, Tori, is that uh, Christopher Nolan's Tenet got pushed back till next year after he said that the trailer was going to be released um, soon. <laughs> Like the movie, but I guess it's not going to be coming out for obvious reasons. Uh, did you hear about that, Tori? I did not hear about that. Were you interested in seeing Tenet from Christopher I, Nolan? I have not heard about it, but I do love Christopher Nolan. He is a genius, so. Y- yeah, I, I, I don't know if I can agree because I haven't seen enough stuff. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, I love uh, John David Washington and Robert Pattinson, and they mm. were going to be in the movie. So I was really pumped to see that, and I was, was going to see a summer movie. I was hoping that the, the theaters were going to open up. I don't even know if they're going to. I know every time we hang out, you ask me that every time, right? Every single time. Well, because I'm really sad about Black Widow being postponed. Oh, yeah. Oh, it just breaks, breaks my heart. Like, I was looking forward to that so much. Right. In our local theaters, uh, the Alamo and the, the Moxie and the AMC, they're, they're still not open, right? Yeah, they're still closed. It's, uh, it's so sad. 
Yeah, and I, I hope movies, theaters can, like, recover from this because I really like going to the theaters. Like I said, Tori and I go to the Alamo. We're film club members. We like to post about movies on there. She, well, oh, I should before I say she, but uh, Jennifer John Meyer, she was on the podcast a couple episodes prior to you being on here, Tori, and we talked what? about our top five movie theater experiences. So if you haven't listened to that, I definitely recommend it. But yeah, there's a lot of Alamo people in this podcast. Like a little loop. Yeah, oh, it's wow. a, exactly a little loop, right? Uh, but yeah, so I mean, obviously she works there. I want her to get back to work, you know, and doing the great things she does there. But, um, but yeah, there's not too much movie news there. Um, in terms of movies, Tori, have you been watching anything recently? Honestly, I haven't been watching a lot of movies, except any new movies, really. I've been watching my, like, old Tide and Truths. Oh. So I've been watching a lot of rom-coms, like oh. Clueless and Devil Wears Prada, pretty much. Devil Wears Prada? <laughs> Don't judge me. I haven't heard that movie in a long time. Like, what? just the name of it. I have not heard of it it's in a so long time. It's so quotable, though. I know. That's the thing. That's like, where the hell's this movie been, right? Oh, it's so good. It's and, so good. And you've probably been watching Little Women again, right? Yeah, actually, I bought it on Apple Apple TV. You finally so bought it? I finally okay. bought it. I, I, bit, you, I bit the bullet. Dude, you gotta buy that physical media, though. I told you that. But look at my apartment. I have no DVD player. <laughs> so it'd be, it'd, be, it'd be pointless. That's true. It's, Tori is like living in the 21st century. He's like all about the digital and everything, which is totally great. But, uh, Little Women's so good. Seriously. Oh, so We good. could just make an episode just on that. Oh, I know. I could. I mean, I, wa- I watched it literally like nine times over the war. Yeah. You saw like so. three or four times in theaters, didn't you? It was crazy. At least, at yeah. least three or four times. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So I, you know that so he's obviously been watching that me dude i haven't been watching really anything i did recently just speaking of little women mm-hmm. i did recently watch jojo rabbit which i was talking to you about earlier yeah, you mentioned that and i love that movie i like i rated it four and a half out of five stars on letterbox really yeah i don't know if that's a bad or good thing i don't know what like the community i guess thinks about that movie but i loved it i love the kid who plays jojo scarlett johansson like i okay i know what you're yeah. thinking I'm about to say <laughs> Especially about Little Women. Laura Dern's are great. Love Laura Dern. But man, Scarlett Johansson was amazing in that movie. Wait, but, but, what, but what's better? Marriage Story or oh, Little Ginger Rabbit? I'm going to say Marriage Story. But, I, I, okay, yeah, that's the thing. Scarlett Johansson all around got screwed over at the Oscars because, okay, I didn't see Judy, the Judy Garland biopic with Renee Zellweger. I didn't see that. So she won Best Actress for that. I thought Scarlett Johansson should have won yeah. in general because I thought her performance was amazing. So when she didn't win that, I was like, ooh, so she should win for Best Supporting Actress once after I saw Jojo Rabbit because she was phenomenal. And then it's like the thing, same thing with Laura Dern. She was so good in Mirror Story. Yes. But then she was really great in Little Women. She was perfect. It was such an understated performance. Just so beautiful. And I feel like Judy was very, um, very typical. Was no, it? Very like, standard oscar bait movie uh, in my opinion yeah speaking of oscar bait is i mean i don't even know if the oscars are gonna happen oh uh, don't don't yeah. tell, don't tell me that i i'm i'm <laughs> i literally i i find my apartment based on if i can watch the oscars and then, oh so no I, if it gets canceled i'm gonna be so upset <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude speaking, i mean we keep bringing up the alamo as just movie theaters because mm-hmm. like the alamo party with the oscars it was so iconic yeah so dude i really hope that happens like yeah me too but there's nothing like that's come out to warrant yeah, I mean, I know that they did mention that they were going to start looking more towards streaming uh-huh. services because that's all we have pretty much right now. Dog. So that could really be a game changer. Oh, so maybe like 
a Netflix movie might actually finally win. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> like Rona, what's her name? Was that movie? Yeah, Rona. Rona. Roma. Roma. Not Rona. <laughs> Not Rona. He sorry, got, he got me. <laughs> oh no! Sorry, he, he, he did that one on purpose. He knew. I did. I did. Uh, but yeah, I, I haven't watched anything other than Jojo Rabbit. Um, I watched another Godzilla movie. Um, yeah, that the was new about one or the one that no, came out no, in the, They were some of the more. It, this one's in 1966. <laughs> it was Baby Godzilla. Oh my god. Or gosh. Son of Godzilla, excuse me. Uh, that movie was good. It was it was pretty fun. Uh, but no, that's all I've been watching. Um, let's see other things on this show we do. Oh, Blu-ray for the physical media people. So, uh, Tori, when when we we have the show, we talk about physical media that's like on the cheap, you know, because like I know people are being quarantined, so they want to like have their Amazon stuff mm-hmm. delivered. Any sales that are coming on. So last episode, uh, we it was a Criterion episode because July talk about hot is gonna have a Barnes and Noble Criterion sale where all of those things will be fifty percent off. Um, it's a little rich for some people's blood, including myself sometimes. Uh, but that's going to be a big sale. Um, there's a Eureka sale right now, which is a region B, uh, film company who put out like silent films and other stuff, basically what Criterion does, but on a lesser degree. So there's that sale going on right now. A couple of movies on Amazon prime that I know that are cheap right now. Uh, especially talk about, uh, timely. Um, if Bill street could talk the, the 2018, I thought, should have been considered... I call it the best picture of 2018 because it... Really? Was, yeah, it, it didn't even get nominated at the Oscars. And it I think it was um, uh, the best movie of 2018, honestly. It should have won best picture. And it wasn't even nominated. But um, that's from Barry Jenkins, obviously, who did Moonlight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that movie is like $9 right now on Amazon, which is the cheapest it's been. Mm-hmm. And then I believe... I'm trying to think if there's any other. There's really Soma. not many. Oh, Soma so- was released for it's free through all streaming services. Oh, right there you go. So mm-hmm. yeah, you can watch Soma. Did you see that movie in theaters? Though? I didn't. Oh, you I didn't? didn't. I did, and um, I knew what it was gonna be like from a history standpoint. And man, it still like was an amazing movie. Yeah. It only got one Oscar nomination when it came out for best picture or, or best music. The song. Oh no! Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Best because Common. Because one with with yeah Common. Common, Common yeah. <laughs> Little rap. Like, yes. Yeah, Common the rapper. Yes. Um and John uh, Legend. John Legend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and even the actor portraying Martin Luther King, he wasn't even nominated. I thought he did amazing. Who was it? I mean, I don't know the actor's name, mm-hmm. but I mean, he did a really good performance. And if the guy who who was in uh, Captain Phillips, the the, the Somalian pirate who said, "I'm the captain now," I forget that actor. Yes. If yes. he that was his only role at that point he got best supporting actor i mean i don't know why this guy couldn't get a best actor nomination yeah that makes no sense i don't i have to look back in the history books and see maybe what was the reason for that but um yeah so if bill street could talk is like the best deal i could find right now because that's what i do on this show i i, I and on my spare time i look at blu-ray deals and i try to let people know about it so if you're ever trying to buy movies and split a car i'm always the first contact i'll, I'll do that um but yeah uh, other than that, I think we should just get started on, like, talk about hype. Let's just start talking about, like, these, um, summer blockbuster films, because I honestly think these are some really good picks. So, Tori and I, we scounged through the Rotten Tomatoes best, best percentage movies. We looked at top, like, ranker, um, lists. We even looked at some movies we thought were summer blockbusters to see if they came out between the months of May through August. But, so, we both agreed, right, Tori, that... Mm-hmm. 
basically this whole list could be like a Marvel Star Wars list, right? Pretty much, pretty much all Marvel and Star Wars. Yeah, and like that's kind of boring because mm-hmm. like we you were just talking about like everybody like puts in like their 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 Marvel rankings and stuff like that. And it gets tiring after yeah, a while. Yeah, like the fourth one, you're like, yeah, I'm over this. <laughs> I'm over. It. We already know. Right. Like <laughs> like do that on your own time with your friends. But... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But like, like like it's time to like shed some more light on some like more movies that we don't talk about. Like we come like. Like, we're not going to talk about the Meg or anything, obviously. No. But, uh... <laughs> Which is still iconic, like, the, the, Right? The Meg? <laughs> I saw that in theaters in Ozark. Like, it was a late night showing. I had so much fun with it, but man, the movie's hot trash. Yeah, I, I, I never watched it, but my friends and I mocked the trailer because he's like, a Megadolon. A Meg- Megadolon. <laughs> like, like, I'm like, I can't even say that word, right? Yeah, Jason, <laughs> J- Jason Statham, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but no, there was like so many great stuff. So like, we're gonna exclude like the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean the MCU Marvel movies. Just a little spoiler there, but we're gonna exclude the MCU movies. There's no Star Wars. Um, but yeah, so let's just get into it. Tori, you're the guest on the show. Like, this is just our top fives. It's not mm-hmm. in any ranking. If those who are listening, these are just like five summer blockbuster movies that we think are amazing, and you should definitely check out because it's like the wet hot summer right now, right? Yes. <laughs> So, Tori, just give me one off the top of your list you want to talk about first. All right, I'm going to say, I'm going to go strong. I'm going to go strong. Shrek 2. Look, make yourself useful and go keep watch. Puss, do you think you could get to those on top? No problem, boss. In one of my nine lives, I was the great cat burglar of Santiago de Compostela. Yeah, Shrek 2. Shrek so 2. He said that, and I was so hyped about it. Because, like, I love Shrek 1 as a meme, but I also just love the movies, too. Yes. And, like, it's funny because everyone always mentions how Shrek 1 is, like, this masterpiece. But I'm like, Shrek 2 was, like... It was, like, you know, Shrek 1 was, like, a level 9. <laughs> and, like, Shrek 2 was, like, a 20. Right. Like, it was just even better mm-hmm. and it brought it brought a lot of characters who, who were main characters for the rest of the series that's true you know yeah. like puss in boots mm-hmm. the, um the prince the evil prince oh, charming, prince charming. <laughs> yeah yeah um even in the third movie the uh happily ever after like the setting like mm-hmm. is like the main setting for most of the time yes yeah, actually I, I saw a video and they were saying how like shrek 2 was like the epitome of good world building yeah, it built it. It took Shrek one and then made Shrek two and gave this whole whole other universe to it. Where, but it didn't feel forced. <laughs> yeah, it felt like it was realistic. Right, and yeah. honestly, it's like a funny ass movie. Like yeah, the jokes so work so well. <laughs> yes. Like okay, so like there's a part like little Chris growing up when I had Shrek two on <laughs> DVD. That's a meme in itself. <laughs> little Chrissy with the Shrek two DVD. The case is the white case, not the black case. Oh, that's the, the old. Yeah, it's the white case with the like, little <laughs> the security clips on the side. Yikes. Uh, but I remember my favorite part. I'd always rewind it. It's the part when, um, uh, spoilers if you haven't seen the movie, when Shrek and Puss and Donkey get turned into handsome yes. um, creatures and a human, and uh, they're writing to Happily Ever After, and it's like a cops episode, and then and they like get Puss in Boots, and he's like, you capitalist pig, and he like runs at them, and they cuff him, and they find like uh, catnip, and yes. they act like it's weed. It's literally <laughs> the funniest scene ever. Oh, yeah, I thought that movie was so funny, was but, you, so good. but you love it because the music you were The saying. music. I mean, honestly, okay, if you think of a good scene in a movie, the iconic one with Fairy Godmother, and I Need a Hero, yeah. like... It's the perfect scene in cinematic history. Mm-hmm. Like, clearly. Like, and not the gumdrop button. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. 
oh, it's heart wrenching. It's emotional. It's it's because it's a callback. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. It's just it's beautiful. Yeah, hands down. Love it. Hands and down. I mean, Antonio Banderas with Pussy Boots, like you said, like was like my favorite part of that movie yes. because I mean, I love Antonio Banderas. So. Yeah, Antonio Banderas. Yeah, <laughs> we love him. So, <laughs> so yes, go rewatch Shrek two. Don't let the meme stop you. <laughs> uh, all right, so my, one of my number uh, out of my fives, um, since we're gonna keep this laughs going, it's uh, 1986's Top Gun. Dismissed. It's going. The uh, plaque for the alternates is down in the ladies' room. Ah! <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh, you kill me! You really so. Okay, so Tori, you said you hadn't seen this movie, yeah. and I highly recommend you do watch it either with some friends, yeah, especially with some friends, because there's some like, there's some very eyebrow like, okay, Tom Cruise, Ooh. like it's it's very it's very um, homoerotic in the good way. I'm always down for that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> My first episode was Nightmare Two, which is very like the same thing, but it's not as attractive as Tom Cruise and. Val Kilmer. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, so Top Gun obviously uh, stars Tom Cruise as Maverick. Um, he starts to become like a, a jet fight jet fighter pilot, and you you know it sounds like a very dangerous and serious movie, but it's all shits and giggles. It's like it's like all like shirtless buff guys playing beach volleyball and like um, studying in a classroom all sweaty and making jokes at each other and being cocky as hell. Um, and also, it has a callback to my favorite movie, Alien, because Tom um, Skerritt's in the movie as Cobra, I think is his code name. He's like the head captain of everything. But like, basically, they're all competing in the cl- over this summer because they're in flighter school, basically, yeah. to like be aces. And like that's like the main goal. They're just competing to be ace um, pilots in their class. Oh. So they have like nicknames. So like um, Tom Cruise's character is Maverick. Um, his best buddy, his name's Goose. That's where the, the, the whole quote, like, don't let you down, goose. Yes. Like, it's from, oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's from that. <laughs> what? And, like, that's him. He, he's a, goose is such a good boy. Like, he's a good right-hand man. He's just so mm-hmm. funny, and he's always with Maverick. And then um, the rival, like, it's a high school or something, is Val Kilmer as Iceman. <laughs> and Val Kilmer, who ended up playing Batman and just, you know, he was in Heat and stuff like that. Talk about hot, summer's things. But, uh. Yeah, he's like shirtless, and he like that's the iconic moment where like he makes fun of in the shower room uh, to Maverick. He like says something to him, and then he like gets close to him and like bites him. Like doesn't actually bite him, but like pretends yeah, to bite him. Yeah, no, I remember this now. Yeah, it's such a weird scene, but yes. like, but like um, the to, again talk about music. Top Gun, like the um, the, the Danger Zone. Have you heard that song? By who? Uh, I don't remember the, the the group's name, but it's like. It's like, like highway to the danger zone. Oh, that yeah, wait. that's from that movie. Oh my gosh, Cruise. <laughs> that's an iconic song. It is iconic, it and is. I probably said the lyrics wrong, but I just know the danger, the zone. danger zone. Yeah, no, that, you killed it. That's yeah, okay. eighty six Top Gun. Like, definitely like watch that movie. It's a good laughing, drinking movie, and it's okay. just like it's a it's it's not a summer movie. Tom Cruise isn't in it. Well, I mean, also, I mean, it's like peak Tom Cruise, like '86. Like yep. that's like yeah, like risky business. And yeah. Stuff. yeah, bartender, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, Tori. What's another? Give me another one. Well, I feel like mine is so basic compared to yours. Like, yeah, like Top Gun. But I'm gonna <laughs> say, I'm gonna say, and this is gonna be controversial, I think. But uh-huh. I'm gonna say Aladdin. Oh, imagine a land. It's a faraway place where the caravan camels roam. Where you wander among 
every culture and tongue. It's chaotic, but hey, it's home. When the wind's from the east, and the sun's from the west, and the sand in the glass is bright, come on down, stop on by, hop a carpet and fly to another Arabian night. Aladdin is Specify like... which Aladdin. Oh, though. sorry, the Aladdin from 2019. Aladdin from 2019. The remake. Yeah. The remake. Oh, I love that pick. Keep it's, talking about it. It's so good. I mean, and I'm, and I'm biased because I've always loved um, Jasmine. The, the actress played Jasmine. It's it's, it's Naomi um, Scott. Mm-hmm. I've loved her since Lemonade Mouth on Disney Channel. You know? <laughs> Disney Channel movies. <laughs> yes, yes. And she was just so good. And then I don't know, like I think I think that they did such a good job with making um, Jasmine's character fleshed out. Mm-hmm. They gave her a real personality and real growth. Besides, just trying to marry someone that she she didn't want to marry. She actually yeah. wanted to be Sultan, right? See, I did like so many good things. You know me, I'm a Disney fanatic. You know. Oh, I do know. Yeah, I, I go to Disney like twice a year, <laughs> so I'm very passionate about Disney. Um, and I, I just think they did such a good job with Jasmine. And then all the characters. There's no one that's a weak character. And I'm very strict about my remakes. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like any of the remakes they've made except for this one. Yeah. This movie caught a lot of heat before it came out, too. I mean, I was one of the I was one of the people. Really? Like, I did not think that anyone could play the genie. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I was... You can't touch it. Yeah. And then when I saw... When I first saw... Um, Will Smith? Will Smith as genie whenever he's, like, in his normal skin, I was like, wait. He, he's not blue? Yeah. The audacity. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> I was so nervous for that role, that Me casting too. role. Because, like, what did Will Smith, what was he in before that? Like, After Earth or whatever? I, I, I think it was even worse. I think it was, um, what's that DC movie? The oh. one where they were like, the, the oh, Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. Yeah, that was even worse. Dude, that's it. <laughs> are you talking about the Oscar winning film, Suicide Squad? You calling that bad? I don't, don't, don't I, that hurts my heart every time I hear that. that oh. is, like, we forever have to say that that's Oscar winning. We as a society, society failed and we let that win an Oscar. We, we did, we did. I'm disappointed. <laughs> I'm disappointed with but, that. But I like you're saying, I, 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 yeah, it ended up being really enjoyable movie. Mm-hmm. I didn't hate the movie. I didn't like not like the movie. I, w- I wasn't in love with it, but like, man, I had a good time. Yeah, it was just a really, it was a really happy film. The way they mm-hmm. filmed it was really bright and colorful. Yep. Which and I was kind of worried because like you know like is a guy Richie whatever. Yeah. You know, like he's yeah. kind of he he makes questionable decisions when he does films, but I feel like he did a really good job with fleshing everyone out. And I think Will Smith, whatever he did, like the the verbatim lines from yep. the original, it was kind of like yeah. Yeah. But whatever he did, his own thing. Oh, it was magic. They gave him so much like freedom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. That's actually a really good point. He mm-hmm. didn't, like you said earlier, um, you know, the Robin Williams role being so untouchable. You know, I feel like he didn't do a disservice to Robin Williams. No. If anything, he just did his own thing in like tribute. Exactly, and that's what I liked about it. He wasn't trying to play Robin Williams. He was just playing his own self by doing those mm-hmm. the same kind of vibe as Robin Williams. Right. And I actually love the music with Will Smith. Yeah, the rapping was yeah. really different. It, it was, was super different. Well just the opening song with him singing. Um oh, yeah. I really love the the opening song. It's just so good. Just the way you know the the Thousand Arabian Nights. It's yeah. just so good. Well it, it, what's your opinion of like them changing the theory of him being the merchant and then actually confirming that he's the merchant, whatever at the beginning. Oh I didn't have a problem with like that. that. It yeah, I didn't I mean I thought it was more interesting to have it that way, mm-hmm. you know? Because, like, if you're doing... That's my problem with these Disney movies, with the remakes. A lot of times they're going, like, 
toe for toe, step by step, as the original, mm-hmm. aka Lion King. Y'all don't mention Lion right. King to me. But like, I mean, Aladdin. <laughs> Aladdin was like okay, which was interesting because Aladdin did something different, but like similar in its own mm-hmm. way, and it did really well. Yeah. In my opinion, I think it did it well. But then you like another movie that did something so somewhat very different, but didn't do it well, like Dumbo. The Tim Burton Dumbo? I can't I could even watch Dumbo. His, his CGI eyes were just... It was nightmare fuel. I mean, then again, Aladdin, I feel like, is a better movie to remake than Dumbo. Yeah, Dumbo was a weird choice. It was a stretch. Yeah. I know why they did it, because they wanted to make more money. Uh, but yeah. it was definitely... It was all about that money, but I just... Yeah. It was a weird choice. Yeah. It so a stretch. Yeah, like Aladdin, I, I really liked. Uh, I, I had a very good time with it. And I think that's great that you put it on your list, because that movie probably will never be talked about. I know, honestly. I mean... I, I'm not going to say it's the greatest movie of all time, but I'm like, it's one of those movies where I, I wanted to bring light to it, you know? Yeah, and honestly, I listen, I remember listening to that uh, soundtrack on Spotify. Me too. I mean, all the songs are really good, especially the one they added for Jasmine, Speechless. Yeah. I listened to it, like, on repeat for, like, a week. Yeah. It was just so empowering, and her vocals. Mm-hmm. It was just a really good, really good movie. Really good movie. Solid. Yeah. Well, I like that one, and I think you'll like this one, because I think this is one we both agree. We're going to get it out of the way, because we said spoilers early on, but the only Marvel movie on here uh, is Spider-Man, Sam Raimi, Spider-Man from 2002. Peter? Yeah? Are you alright? Uh, I'm fine. Any better this morning? Any change? Change? Yeah. Uh, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> like, you could say Spider-Man 1 or 2, you know, mm-hmm. honestly. Uh, to me, I always go with 1 because it's the one I remember. Like, I remember 2 almost like script for script, like, you know, script note by script note. But this one is just like, it's, it just means so much more to me. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't know. I just so much more quotable. But apparently, I put it on when I'm drunk, too. Yeah, you so, know, I, I, I experienced that, yeah. definitely. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a perfect movie. I have nothing wrong with the movie. Um... Gosh, I I just, I love Spider Man two thousand two. Mm-hmm. It's just so good, and I, and I like that it it didn't take itself like too seriously. Like yeah. it was it was before the whole Marvel where it was like this like big like everything had to be like this like big thing. It was yep. just they were having fun, you know, with it. Mm-hmm. But and just I don't know, everyone was just really good in their role. Yeah, they perfect, really well. perfect casting choices, mm-hmm. and uh, same thing like Sam Raimi. He knows what he's doing. He picks the right people for the right roles. Um, He's always going to have, like, a little bit of his horror background in his movies. Like, Green Goblin, at some points, had some... They aren't super scary. They're not, like, Dr. Octopus in Spider-Man 2 scary. But, like, I mean, he's got some moments where, like, oh, that's kind of creepy. Like, when he flies into Aunt May's when she's praying. Praying, Always freaked me out. Um, But, like, he'll also have some comic stuff in there. Some campiness. And, uh, like, almost like a Bruce Campbell-like, you know, with... Peter and his fan, and his and his friends like they're just real campy and yes. um the romance is so well done in that movie. I mean that kiss on in the rain is like still iconic to this yeah. day. And it's yeah, it and honestly it's one of those movies especially like when you talk about comic book movies, it feels like it could stand on its own by itself. Mm-hmm. It's not tied to anything. Yes. If you didn't know who Spider-Man was, this movie explains what's who Spider-Man is and how he does things and then it ends it as if this could be the end of a Spider-Man movie and you couldn't complain. Exactly. I mean, I agree. I mean, I mean, it came out whenever we, we were kids. So I, yeah. I think that was, I mean, for a lot of us, it was our first 
you know, figure out who Spider-Man actually was. Yeah. So for me, it taught me so much about Spider-Man that I was like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. This is awesome. And yeah. you were right there during every scene. And it captures the awkwardness of high school so well. It really does. <laughs> I mean, that scene, that scene whenever he like wakes up and he's ripped, he's like, the first thing he does is poke his body. Oh. He's like, what is this? Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, that's not relatable. I didn't wake up buff in high school. <laughs> I, I believe you did. Like, that's how you were, that's how you, that's how you, you you would react. Oh, you know, well, you'd be like, what's I, this? I definitely ran down the stairs like he did when he got his powers, like jumping on the wall. <laughs> Yes. I definitely did that. <laughs> go, go, gadgets. Yeah. Go, web, go. Up, yes. up, up, and away. Oh, God. I love that movie. So good. I quote that movie so much. Yeah. I love it. It's so I, quotable. I mean, you know, I was in theater. Yeah. And, and so many of my friends who were in theater with me, they always, like, um, say that, you know, their iconic scene was never um, the Green Goblins in the mirror. Yeah. Like, they say that, like, that was one of my first ever monologues I, I, I memorized. Oh, how they got Willem Dafoe in this movie, I don't know, but I'm so glad Jesus. they did. Yeah. Jesus helped. Just, 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 he played Jesus. That must have been it. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, Spider-Man 2002, I mean, that movie you can watch at any time, but definitely make sure to watch it over the summer if you haven't seen it. I mean, we recently watched it at a party, but I mean... I yeah. mean, we didn't really pay attention. We watch it and, like, give it its honor. Like, yeah. I mean, honestly, I haven't watched it in years. I, I own it on DVD. Like, I have it somewhere in this pile of DVDs, but, yeah, I haven't watched it in so long. <laughs> right. Well, all right. Give me another one, Tori. You got... You're two for two for oh, me Oh, I'm so two far. for two? Oh, my gosh. Okay. I'm going to say um, Jurassic Park. The world has just changed so radically, and we're all running to catch up. I don't want to jump to any conclusions, but look. Dinosaurs and man. Two species separated by 65 million years of evolution have just been suddenly thrown back into the mix together. How can we possibly have the slightest idea of what to expect? Oh, two for three. I'm just oh, kidding. I'm, I'm, just like, kidding. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? Two for two? Uh, <laughs> all, right. all right. Yeah, Jurassic Park. Talk about Jurassic that. Park. I mean, it just, it just, it's Jurassic Park. Like, how much more can you really say about like how iconic it is? I feel like it made blockbuster it is like yeah it is like the epitome yeah for sure. it's like, like a jaws and in indiana jones for sure mm-hmm. well they're but, all spielberg movies spielberg's like the king of true. it true exactly exactly it's just it was just a natural progression it's quotable it's action there's heart and people quote it today mm-hmm. for like so many things about politics oh yeah, yeah I, I just think and i mean it it, it gave us laura dern <laughs> there it is I was, waiting for yeah. it. I, know, <laughs> I was like i know why you picked it you wanted to talk about laura dern some more i had to i mean i, I because I watched as a kid, I didn't like it. And I, I watched it my freshman year of college. And I remember, I didn't know who Laura Dern was. And I remember just commenting, being like, oh, this woman is so beautiful. I wish that she got more work. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> Dude, you're not alone. You know what? I didn't see this movie till like 27. Yeah, 2017 or 2018. Yeah. I was late to the party on this. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so you love this movie, eh? I love it. it the only drawback of this movie are those two kids. <laughs> two kids. Those two kids. Like, I saw a post, and it was like, if you ever feel like you're annoying, just be thankful that you aren't those kids in Jurassic Park. <laughs> and I'm like, I agree. Those kids are the worst. Uh, like, he should have left those kids in a heartbeat. Oh, Sorry. No. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> I'm a monster. And it's crazy. We're talking about Spielberg and his works, like, right after Sam Raimi, because Spielberg, very much like Raimi, ended up doing... Like, coming from a horror background, Spielberg obviously made Jaws, which is technically a horror movie. Yeah, technically. Um, and he moves on and, you know, does, like, Jurassic Park, which has some horror elements, too. Kind of like Sam Raimi was with, like, Evil Dead, and then he went and did mm-hmm. other things. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. We talked about both those directors back-to-back. Now, Jurassic Park, I feel bad, bu- uh, bud, because, like, I am, I'm the minority, and I'm the problem. I'm not crazy about Jurassic Park. <gasps> what? Yeah. Why not? I can't explain it, man. I... 
It's, I don't know, like, I know people, like, say, like, I love dinosaurs, like, growing up, like, mm-hmm. loving dinosaurs. Sam Neill's great, um, you know, Jeff Goldblum, obviously. Jeff Goldblum is iconic. I mean, I like the movie, I'm just not crazy about it, you know? Well, as well as movies where I feel like you have to kind of watch it, grow up with it. Yeah, exactly. I grew up actually, I watched the third one, the second one first, mm-hmm. The Lost World. Oh. And so I was already had attachment to the, to the Lost World. So for me, it was just kind of like, oh, it's kind of like watching, like, um... A prequel. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, this is where they came from kind mm-hmm. of thing. So I don't know. I, I love the Jurassic Park. I, I'm, su- I'm such a basic bro. I, I saw... Yeah, I am. You, are, you are a little bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was late to the party with Jurassic Park, and then I ended up seeing Jurassic... Uh, what is the, the new one? Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Oh, that's so I bad. saw that in theaters, and good God, I remember trying to defend it, and then looking back, being like, this movie's hot trash. You tried, you tried, you tried to defend Jurassic World 2? I didn't even see Jurassic World. <laughs> no, Jurassic World, I actually think Jurassic World was a great addition. Was it, was it like, as amazing as the original? Uh-huh. No. But it was good for bringing it to the modern age. Jurassic World 2, hot garbage. Yeah, it is like probably one of the worst things I've ever seen. Literally the worst things. It just doesn't make any sense. I have to show you a video later. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm the worst. I, I'm not crazy about Jurassic Park. I saw Fallen Kingdom. I'm the worst. You're the worst. <laughs> I, but but uh, they, they defended it too? Yeah, yeah oh. I know. I don't know. Just the way I didn't, I don't know why I didn't grow up on Jurassic Park and a lot of like Spielberg things, honestly. Like, I didn't watch Jaws growing up. I didn't watch uh, Jurassic Park. I didn't watch um, E.T. till like I was like almost a teenager. Uh, in- Indiana Jones was one I did grow up yeah. watching a lot growing up. But that's because Harrison Ford and Star Wars, you know. Harrison Ford's like just perfect. Yeah. Well, um, let's see. The next movie I do want to talk about. Um, let's see here. It's like a oh yeah. Let's talk about uh, a little film from probably the best year of movies ever. 1984's Ghostbusters. <sighs> Well, you could believe, Mr. Pecker. My name is Peck. Or you could accept the fact that this city is headed for a disaster of biblical proportion. What do you mean, biblical? What he means is Old Testament, Mr. Mayor. Real wrath of God type stuff. Exactly. Fire and brimstone coming down from the skies. Rivers and seas boiling. Forty years of darkness, earthquakes, volcanoes. The dead rising from the grave. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. Talk about a movie I grew up watching. So, um... I seen this movie growing up, like Ghostbusters 1 and 2, and then uh, I watched it. Um, one of my favorite theater experiences. So, you know, I'm from Northern Illinois. Bill Murray is like, he's royalty in Chicago. And I love <laughs> Bill Murray. Don't get me wrong. Like, I, I mean, anybody who knows me, like, knows. I love Bill Murray. He's great. And uh, Harold Ramis, who's also in Ghostbusters, and he helped write it as well. Um, and when it did on a lot of other great things, who passed away. Um, he died a couple years ago and the year that summer he died, um, I was in Chicago and they did at the Millennium Park, um, which is a nice park there. And they have like symphonies, orchestras playing over the summer and stuff. Well, they have a theater screen and they threw a repertoire screening of Ghostbusters to like commemorate, you know, Harold Ramis and obviously because Bill Murray and it was so much fun. I was there with my aunt Tanya and... We we were we got great seats. The whole city was there watching Ghostbusters in the summer in this outside theater. It was so much fun, and wow. it's like at that moment I was like, man, I miss some of the things in my childhood that I don't talk about it off. I definitely think Ghostbusters is that. Have you seen Ghostbusters? I've seen it, but I will say it creeped me out too much as a kid. <laughs> like that scene whenever she's in the bed, yeah, and levitated. I was yeah. kind of like, I checked out after that point. Yeah, yeah. You, you know. Yeah, that movie, uh, the librarian in the beginning, mm-hmm. the ghost that pops out there freaks me out. 
Um, it's a it's a good jump scare. I just love the comedy in it, the camaraderie of the comedians, and um, it's a simple enough story, you know, and it's yeah. funny. Also, it has Sigourney Weaver, who's attractive in my eyes, will always be. I mean, she's beautiful. Yeah, and she's in there. So, uh, yeah, Ghostbusters is just that movie for me. Like, I think it's just an easy watch. Um, and it's fun, you know. It's it's like the epitome of like fun summer movie watching. Yeah, and I mean, and I appreciate it because it was definitely one of those movies where it's just iconic. Yeah, you know what I mean. Which is my word. I love iconic things. <laughs> I mean, it is. I mean, it I is mean, iconic though. That, that theme song, you know. Yeah, it's Ghostbusters. Like, I mean, yeah. it's, it's just. I mean, it's great. And so I can appreciate it for that, mm-hmm. for what it was. And I can appreciate. It. I mean, I love Bill Murray. And yeah. the, the, the scenes I do remember of him, I do remember laughing. Yeah. But I was just kind of turned off by that scene in the bed, and I was just like, yeah. Oh, it is a. It is. A, it didn't age very. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, if I watch it now, I haven't watched it since I was like 12. Oh, so dude, I, you gotta watch it as an adult. Maybe I'll appreciate it a lot more. <laughs> well, speaking of appreciate, what are what's another movie you appreciate, guy? Oh, Harry Potter Oof. and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. Let me get this straight, Professor. You're actually giving us permission to do this. That is correct, Longbottom. To blow it up. Boom. Boom. Wicked. But how on earth are we gonna do that? Why don't you confer with Mr. Finnegan? As I recall, he has a particular proclivity for pyrotechnics. I can bring it down. That's the spirit. Where you go? Oh, hot take. Oh, hot take. <laughs> I, I, it, it's, it's, it's that movie where it, I don't know if it really aged too well, <laughs> you know? Dude, I haven't even seen it, so I'm like, you're the expert to me. We haven't seen it before? Oh. I'm not big on Harry Potter either. Movies. Okay. Well, that's fair. I mean, if I haven't seen Ghostbusters in a long time, you don't like Harry yeah. Potter, it's fair. It's fair. Did it start the whole part one, part two thing, though? Like... It did. It did. Which is kind of <laughs> like, that's why I think it didn't age well, because it, it caused this, like, this, this like, trend of, like, Twilight part two, um, and Hunger Games part two, mm-hmm. and then, um, what's that movie? Um, oh my gosh, the other teen drama movie. There's all, a lot, a lot of, of part twos, yeah. whatever. So, I mean, I didn't age well, and if you look, you look at it, you're like, wow, this movie, like, isn't very good mm-hmm. but i mean you just have to appreciate i mean that was before movie premieres i don't i don't think i ever heard of going to a movie premiere at a midnight until oh, really? that movie you know that was one of the first ones i, I remember all my oh, friends so this is why it's because it was your first yeah it was my very wow. first i was like 16 17 yeah you know and so i had never heard of a movie premiere at midnight before uh-huh so i mean just having that like that was like kind of like, feeling that experience and i mean that carried with me my entire life like now i love going to premieres yeah like i have to be the first one at the theater now because of that did you see all the other like harry potter movies oh I, I own them all on yeah DVDs. I, I own all the dvds i own all the movies <laughs> i mean it's not my favorite harry potter movie but yeah. i don't think it's like top five yeah top i know five. a lot of people who like read the books or watch the movies growing up they love that franchise mm-hmm. you know i only got as far as um uh order not order the phoenix um uh, the what the Goblet of Fire with Robert Pattinson. Oh, the fourth one. Yeah, yeah, that's as far as like movie or book. The movie. Well, that makes sense. The movie was like hot garbage. Like the movie is like if you read the books, uh-huh. the fourth one's like the worst. But I will say I did really like Prisoner of Azkaban. That's that's yeah. that one I really do like. No, if Azkaban was on that list, I would have chose Azkaban for sure because <laughs> yeah. Azkaban's like my top like ten favorite movies of all time in general. Too. Yeah, dude, I I think it's so cool that you like you didn't. I mean, honestly, we, we probably missed a lot of movies at like premieres. Yeah, uh, because that movie was 2011, but I mean, I was late to the party on that too. Like, I didn't, I can't even remember what my first like movie theater premiere was. I I think the one that's like the biggest I can remember was uh, 2014's uh, Force Awakens. Oh yeah, when that came out, I remember like 
like that was a big ass deal and i went but i didn't see like the, i didn't see iron man i didn't see a lot of the i didn't see avengers when it came out in theaters yeah, like either. opening night you know i wasn't i just even though i grew up by a theater i just i don't know i just never went well i mean i'm from a small town so for me like premieres weren't like we like we never got like the the cool things yeah. you know so for me like i didn't really get into premieres until this and then i think until thor dark world which that was kind of disappointing yeah <laughs> but you know that was when i was living in orlando so right. i was like this is perfect right. you know but no this movie definitely changed a lot and i think it was just like i think it was just a good movie because it did a good job of everything building up to it and they did it perfectly uh-huh they were i mean they could have added more things but i think for what they did mm-hmm. i think it was perfect you know harry harry and ron gets or Hermione and Ron get together. Wow. Harry and Jenny get Spoilers. together. Spoilers. A 20-year spoiler. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> There's like so many, so many things that happen that's iconic. You gotta uh, watch it. You yeah. gotta watch it. Wait, I, wait, are you sure these are the endings or did J.K. Rowling go on Twitter and change them? Oh, you know, well, <laughs> Dumbledore is gay if you didn't uh, know. <laughs> uh, that's just like a whole thing on its own. That's a whole it? thing. I'm, I'm not even part of the community and I'm aware of what that is. It's, it's garbage. It's garbage, <laughs> honestly. I could write about that for... Ever about how she's ruining her own series. Uh, yeah, I, I just I have no opinion. I can't even speak on it, but I don't definitely know like how big of like a craze it is. It's a big. I mean, it's a bit crazy. I mean, there's like you know games, there's online databases. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Wow, dude. Harry, we're talking about a Harry Potter movie on here. I'm so proud. Of how yeah, I'm proud of you, growth. That's growth right there. <laughs> Well, speaking of growth, I'm still never, like, you know, people are thinking, like, oh, like, Chris and Tori didn't see, like, premiere things. Tori has a legitimate reason. He grew up in a small town. I grew up in front of a movie theater. Like, you go to my parents' house, like, you can see the movie theater from our house. Oh, my God. It was an AMC, but, like... In an AMC, you were spoiled. Yeah, yeah. You were spoiled. A little bit. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the thing is, I was mostly always going to family video and renting old-ass mm. movies and watching them. Or watching reruns um, of my VHS and DVDs. Like, I, to yeah, me, like, yeah. those were the things. And one of those movies I consistently watch, um, you know, people are going to be like, what? Like, was he, like, allowed to do that? I think I was. Um, it was Aliens from 1986. Seven. Six. It can't be. That's inside the room. It's reading right, man. Look. Well, you're not reading it right. Five meters, man. Four. What the hell? Oh, shit. Give me the light. Yeah. Now, Alien is my favorite movie. I watched it way too young, and it left an impression on me. But like when I watched Aliens, it was like elevated even more because another movie which I don't think I was old enough or even allowed to watch, but I snuck and watched it anyway. Sorry, mom and dad, if you're listening, because um, we had the VHS. I bought it at a garage sale. It was Terminator, obviously, from James Cameron. Yeah. I bought the VHS at a garage sale. Didn't tell my mom. I just said, hey, can I have like 50 cents? Sneaky. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> with Aliens in 86, it had um, Kyle Reese who starred in Alien uh, in Terminator. Mm-hmm. This sounds like so many like different cross-references. But with Aliens, it was a James Cameron movie. James Cameron did Terminator. And I love Terminator. So, I mean, my favorite movie of all time gets a sequel in Aliens. And I watch it. I was, like, blown away. And it was, like, it was, like big guns in action. And I knew, like, Sigourney Weaver's, like, she was she was nominated for that role in Aliens. For, for Oscar? Yeah, she's nominated for Best Actress for I didn't Aliens. Know that. Yeah. And I mean, you get that kind of scene, like, um, get away from her, you bitch. Yes. Or back back away from her, you bitch. I can't. It's something like that. Similar. I'm a yeah. fake fan, obviously, now. But, <laughs> fan. Uh, yeah, but aliens, you get, like, the queen alien. You get, mm-hmm. like, the the, 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 the space marines. Uh, just 
it's just it's like it's so good and it's it's such an action-packed movie um bill pullman obviously or bill paxton excuse me uh is in it like game over man yeah, you know yeah. you get bishop uh with lance henriksen who's iconic in that movie it's just it's just it, 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 uh, then like the thing about aliens is it sparked so much more than just what so alien came out in, nine, in 79 aliens comes back in 86 with james cameron obviously with terminator a big deal um, just because then there was a like, comics that were written and then there mm-hmm. was, um, like video games that ended up coming up because of aliens, alien didn't get enough attention, but aliens was like the big thing. And then predators, predator two comes and out Alien versus predator. Yeah. Thing. And it's all, yeah. All of this is, I think mm-hmm. it's, it's cause aliens was such an impactful movie because of that. Exactly. When, and, I, and, I, and it's almost like a callback to Shrek two. Yeah. Where it's like <laughs> the seal, the sequel it did such a good job of the world building mm-hmm. that it just felt so natural. Like I told you, I, I saw Aliens before I saw Alien. Yeah. And I did not even I did not even realize that Aliens was a sequel. Yeah. yeah. It just felt such a, like a natural progression of a movie. Right. And it felt like it was such a solid movie in its own right. Right. That I didn't even like feel like I needed to watch <laughs> Alien to know uh-huh. what Aliens Two was about. Like, oh, just love that movie so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just so scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aliens, yeah, it has some freaky moments, like when the the xenomorph comes out from uh, behind them from the water. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the Alien franchise in a whole, I can do a whole episode on, so we won't get into that. But, yeah. But one thing is James Cameron as a director, I always forget to include him as in some of my favorite act- directors. I always forget. Really? I don't know why. I don't know why. I feel so bad. No, James Cameron or Jim. I, I, call, <laughs> I, call, I call him Jim. We're on, we're on a first name basis, you know. Yeah. No, I love like Titanic. Love Titanic as well. Like number one movie of all time. It's yeah. not my all time favorite, but like it's one of my favorites ever because like, like I watch with my mom. Yeah. Well, he he's got such a good eye for detail. He's such he's he's a perfectionist. Yeah. You can tell from the movies that he does. I know. I feel bad because I don't like Avatar. <laughs> well, Avatar. Okay, but but if you look at that. He, it wasn't the best movie as far as a movie, uh-huh. but he was a perfectionist with the graphics. That's and true. With everything coming together. That's true. And so he, and he's, he's so revolutionary. Like yeah. he always wants to be on, on the on the cusp of technology. Oh yeah, that's all the fair. time. Yep, yep. I love I, him. I'm gonna have to rewatch Avatar. Honestly, give it another chance. I did. I because I went to Disney uh-huh. and I wanted to make sure I was like knowledgeable uh-huh. before I went to the Avatar <laughs> theme park. Yeah, because they will school you in a heartbeat if you go there and don't know anything. Oh no, if and you I, don't know Avatar, yeah, yeah. They're like they're like no, but actually if you go. Disney World, it's called the the, the documentary. Oh. It's not even called a movie. It's called oh. documentary. <laughs> but I don't know, like mm, Avatar, it did not age well. No, it did not age well either. Did the gra- the graph the technology did the right? graphics? Didn't the graphics are still amazing? Yeah. You know, I mean, it was so revolutionary, and they still use this that technology today. Yeah, but. As far as that plot, I mean, that was that was Dances with Wolves. See, that's what people... <laughs> see, I'm, I'm always in the middle. Some people say it is, and some people say it isn't. And it's like, I need to rewatch it so I can decide which side I'm on on that, you, you know? know? We gotta watch gotta it. Gotta take sides. Gotta watch it. It's just not good. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of not good, give us your last pick. I'm just kidding. I'm oh, just kidding. Woo! You <laughs> Hey, I'm the host of this show. I'm sticking my neck out. I can, yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Well, it's, it's funny how you say how all the music you watch as a kid and how they kind of like all violent and yeah horrible. all violent yeah well as a kid i didn't watch a lot of like blockbusters <laughs> like i i watch a lot of rom-coms you know yeah. and so even though this is when i was a kid mm-hmm. i just i love romantic comedies right so bridesmaids yeah now yeah wow. what are you guys talking about up here we are um we're going to a restaurant tonight i know the owner yeah. so it's just you having jam Helen is the enemy. Mm. Mm. 
big whoop. Okay, let's um, let's go take a nap. It's such a, and it's such a good movie. It's such a good movie. Yeah. And my friends call it the guy romantic comedy because it's like legitimately funny. Oh yeah, it is yeah, easy it watch. Is. It's an easy watch movie. It's yeah. easy, but it's, okay. But I, I love it because first of all, I can laugh. Like the like, I can laugh each time I watch it, and I've watched it like twenty thousand times. Mm-hmm. But I also love. How like the heart of it is so realistic. Like if you watch, like I I want you to watch it as <laughs> as a, like a person that just got a college uh-huh. and watch it now and tell me that it doesn't touch you in your soul <laughs> and like seeing your friends in different levels of your of, yeah. uh, in their lives compared to yours. That's a good point. It touches your soul. I'm telling you. I you know you'll be surprised, but in college when I was living in the fraternity house, we played bridesmaid in the back of the house for everyone to watch. We had like couches in the back. <sighs> And like we had invited people, obviously sorority girls over. Oh, of course. Um, yeah, none of, them wanted to, none, none of them wanted to talk to me. Don't worry. Um, Yikes. Yeah. Big still one. to this day. Uh, uh, <laughs> I hope Low blow. If any of them are still listening, uh, if they're even knowing about this podcast, like hit me up. They clicked, they, they, they clicked off. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I started this podcast to pick up women, Tori. Can you believe that? I I, I can, honestly. <laughs> oh, no. So, so Bridesmaids, did you see it when it came out? No, actually, I didn't. I didn't watch it until, like, two years later. Oh, yeah? Two okay. years later, I watched it, like, my, like, freshman year of college. Okay. And we were, we were having, like, some, like, out, you know, all my friends are girls. And they're also already girls. Okay. Oh, and God. so we, we literally just, we were doing like facials one night. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, like bridesmaids. Let's watch bridesmaids. It's like, yeah. oh, okay, whatever. And I literally, I remember just like, just dying laughing the entire time. Yeah. That scene whenever they're in the wedding dress shop and they, 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 they all get <laughs> diarrhea. Yeah. Like, it was just, oh, it's so gross. It's so gross. <laughs> it's funny though. Kristen Stewart. Or not Kristen Stewart. Kristen, Kristen, Ch- uh, Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig. No, yeah. She's so underrated as an actress, honestly. She is fun. Like, I, I, I like watching SNL, and she mm-hmm. was obviously famous because of that. Yeah. And, uh, I like, I love her in that movie. She's mm-hmm. so funny. Well, in her comedy, because I, I feel a lot of times with, with, with like, comedy is the actors, mm-hmm. they, they do things where they're so unrealistic, where you're like, I don't see how that got to that level. And granted, she, she does have some moments, like the plane. Mm-hmm. The plane is really dramatic and really over-the-top comedy. Yeah. But then there's some comedy, like like her getting, like, the, the DUI test. Yeah. It's just, like, it's just, like, such funny comedy. Yeah. It's just so understated and so real. Yeah. For someone who's not big on, like, comedy movies, like, if you get some good romance in it, you know, mm-hmm. and the laughs are genuinely pretty good. Like, I hate, like, a lot of, like, uh... Like I don't know I, I I don't know how they get money but they do but like these Kev, like Kevin Hart Will Ferrell like you know yeah. like the get hards of the world Step Brothers the Hangover you know like these like like early and mid twenty ten movies that were comedies just never got on them but like yeah man like Bridesmaids is really funny it's really funny and it's smart I think that's what I think that's yeah. what what steps it up it's like it's just, it's a smart movie because each character they all build upon their personality but it's not like too much like you can see how they how they how they became that person oh um, right. I, I think it's just a, it's a great movie about growth you gotta, like, I, I tell you watch it when not not like like not that you're older and tell me that it doesn't make you cry a little bit uh me. i mean a lot of movies already make me cry <laughs> uh but you know bridesmaids kind of reminds me of like uh train wrecked in a way you, you've seen train wrecked i haven't is that what who was in it was that one girl uh, amy the, schumer a, yeah amy schumer yeah. same kind of vibe probably yeah i mean i really like train wrecked i mean it's kind of like she's like a christian Kristen Wiig type, you know, mm-hmm. like doesn't have it together, you know. Yeah. 
Um, but I, I think you should watch it. I think it'd make a good double date night, double feature movie. Oh, Maybe too much of the same, but I mean, I really like Trainwreck and... I mean, I, I like Amy Schumer a lot. I yeah. don't like her as a stand-up, but I think she's funny. Like, I saw I Feel yeah. Pretty. I think I Bill Hader's so funny. In the, he's in the movie. He's no, so, I love talking Bill about Hader. SNL um, yes. actors, right? Yes. <laughs> well, that's a good one. It's like a good, some little bit of everything in your list, I would say. Some yeah. animated, some, some Disney, some, you know, pop culture with Harry Potter. Um, classics and you know some out of the nowhere bridesmaids I like that it's a really good like this is a good top five I would say like to like check out I definitely want to check out Shrek 2 again no you gotta watch Shrek 2 (laughs) until you'll smile from start to finish Uh, I mean I I still remember this whole the whole movie so it's never last yes (laughs) Um, but my last one not as good as probably bridesmaids Uh, but it's 1991 we've already talked about it 1991's T2 mommy you okay mom Come with me if you want to live. It's okay, Mom. He's here to help. It's okay. And the reason it's on here is the same thing with, like, Aliens, um, where it's James Cameron, and it's, like, a sequel to a movie I absolutely love. Like I said, like, you know, you were watching movies you should have been watching as a kid. When I was a kid, not watching what I shouldn't be, you know, watching Aliens, watching Predator, you know, Terminator. uh, You know, I watched, you know, The Goodfellas at a pretty young age, you know. (laughs) Uh, you know, thanks mom and dad you're the best honestly <laughs> thanks mom and dad yeah um, so but like when T2 came out I mean I quoted that movie so much and the reason I love that movie too is because another movie I really loved Last Action Hero which has Arnold Schwarzenegger okay um, you know like it's just like in Predator obviously like it, mostly it's like an Arnold homage T2 for me mm-hmm. um, but with T2 you get a new Terminator because Arnold isn't the bad guy anymore and I really like that like, Tar- like, Terminator is iconic, and it's a masterpiece. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. But T2, I like seeing Arnold as a good guy. Yeah, he's so lovable in that role. I know, like, making him say, hasta la vista, baby. Yes. So great. So I love great. that. And, uh, and when you don't know if he's good or bad, you know, when um, he's getting John Connor, um, you know, like, in the arcade, and he's, like, this little, you know, like, this little shit, you know, he's a bad apple. Yeah. I love it, you know, he's defending him, and it's just, it's so great, and it's, like, when you talk about, I love sci-fi movies, you know, when you talk about sci-fi, like, I think the Terminator 1 and 2, well, Terminator 3 is okay. You know? I, I love T3. T3 is not bad, honestly. I love it. I love it. Um, I don't think it does a lot of things wrong. It just doesn't do a lot right either. Yeah, it was very middle of the ground, like, middle of the road yeah. kind of movie. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it, but T2, is just, like, like, T2 was just, like, so iconic. Yeah, I think it's it's not like, as man. iconic as the first, but I think it's just, it's up there. See, I Same thing like Aliens. I think it's like, I don't think it's as good as Alien, personally, but I think it's up there as, yeah. like, it's toe-to-toe. But I told you, I'm a, I'm a two kind of person. Like, yeah. I always like the, the twos of movies more mm-hmm. and i don't know why yeah it's just always in me also t- yeah also t2 made me cry at the ending yes. with arnold dying yeah exactly it was so sad in like judgment day like does it happen or no and obviously it doesn't it, it doesn't but because john connor and him saved judgment day um i don't know just more guns and violence and arnold so mm-hmm. yeah it was actually really good yeah so many good scenes in that movie yeah when we found out this movie was 91 i thought this was 89 for some it reason it just felt like, like such an 80s movie to me right maybe it's just because terminator one maybe it's just so 80s but and... the thing is i've only seen terminator one like once oh but that's probably why it's associated with that with 80s so <laughs> that might be why oh i just love just seeing arnold is you know the T one thousand be like my mission is to protect you. You know, like yes. my horrible Arnold Schwarzenegger accent. But like I love that. That was great. That was like Ooh. no, it's not, good. it's not good. But yeah, that's the that's the wrapping up my top five. I think just like I love like when you th- and I think of like blockbuster movies. I mm-hmm. think like 
obviously you said like movies that are hype, you know, mm-hmm. they are big deals. I mean, sequels are always going to be hyped. Like exactly. you said, that's why you like to like sequels are hyped movies. And like, I think action sequels, like I definitely, like you look at mission impossible, like these things can become so successful. Mm-hmm. So there's always going to be wait for them. So that's why I thought, you know, a little bit more action movies like aliens and T2 would definitely need to be checked out. Well, also, and I, and I, and I find it funny too, cause all your movies or like, or within like a five year span of each other. Oh yeah, you're totally right. Like they're really <laughs> close to each other. Nothing from the seventies. Dang, yeah. that's my favorite decade. <laughs> but I like yours because you have some modern movies on there that honestly don't get talked about. Well, I feel like it's because you know, like people don't think of like. My thing is, I feel like nostalgia sells better than sex. Ooh. And so I think what it is is because it's nostalgia. So no one's going to think about the new things yet because they're not nostalgic yet. Nostalgic. That's so true. You know? Yeah, honestly, that's really true. So that's my opinion on mm-hmm. it. But I think they're still great movies. They still, they still should be recognized yeah. for being great for what they yeah. are. Yeah, I can't wait to see what like the movies on your list like look 10 years from now. Yeah, some of them won't age great, like Harry Potter. It's okay. <laughs> I, I accept it. Hey, it's okay. It's okay <laughs> to like what you like. Exactly. <laughs> well, um, other than that, Tori, without, we just gave our top five blockbuster movies, and uh, they're definitely worth the hype, I think. Um, but Tori, thanks for so much for showing up on the podcast. I had so much fun. You know what? I had a lot of fun. Like, thanks for inviting me on. I know. We've been wanting to do this for a while, but we needed something good. So I'm glad you came up with this. This is a good topic. I'm really, I'm really proud of myself. Yeah. Deal. We're giving ourselves pats on the back. Yeah, right pats on the back. <laughs> so uh, anyway, thank you all for tuning in and listening. Uh, this has been the Hurtastic Podcast. If you ever want to be on the show and like give your opinion or call out my opinion which is totally encouraged you can always email me at hertastic.reviews at gmail.com uh, give me your uh, thoughts your opinions ask to be on the show follow me on twitter um, and uh, yeah uh, thank you all for listening and we'll catch you next time and remember if you're not watching movies what the hell else are you doing with your time <laughs> you have plenty of time watch a movie geez anyway we'll see you next time take care